Welcome to the Brisbane Property Podcast with your hosts, Melinda and Scott Jennison from Streamline Property Buyers, your local Brisbane property specialists. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Brisbane Property Podcast. Um, today we've got a special guest with us, um, Jonathan Bell from Bell Estate Agents. Been on before, Jonathan, so welcome. Thank you. Um, and we're going to do a bit of a, a rental update. Yes, I think we talk a lot about what is happening in the sales market here in Brisbane and we are receiving a lot of inquiry in terms of what is happening in the rental market. We are not property managers, so we're only able to comment based on what we're seeing for the investor clients that we're purchasing. So today we've brought in the big guns, we've brought in the brains and we've got Jonathan here to provide everyone with a market update. Now, you may remember that we had Jonathan back on an episode late July in 2020 when COVID-19 was impacting our market quite significantly and he provided an update. That was episode 14. Uh, We're here to bring him back in because um, as we understand it and certainly as he will explain, market conditions have really turned around. Jonathan, tell us what is actually happening out there at the moment. Yeah, um, so it's been the strongest market I've ever seen. Um, very frustrated tenants because there's a lack of stock um, and some very um, excited landlords because we're exceeding expectations time and time again and properties are renting very quickly. So it's um, obviously with different clients that we work with, whether it's homeowners or investors buying these investment properties. I I guess we're probably seeing it from purchasing properties. Um, Stock numbers are low. So the rental market's obviously the same. Yeah, exactly. Like doing rental appraisals, um, you'll see two to three properties per suburb available in their price range when typically throughout COVID and um, prior, it was up to 10, 15 properties that were available. So they've significantly reduced. So what's what's changed? Like, have you got any idea of from probably the last few months? Can you tell us the difference between then and now? Yeah, we've um, we've been watching it uh, carefully. And over the last six months, Um, I've done some figures for everyone to really see the difference in the amount of tenants that are actually viewing prospective tenants looking for um, properties to rent. So on the 8th of June, these three were on Saturday. So 8th of June, we did eight inspections for properties that were available for rent and we had 20 tenants through. So that was an average of 2.5 tenants per property um, that we're looking. Um, On the 21st of November, we did seven inspections and we had 35 tenants register. So that's an average of five prospective tenants per property. And now on the 30th of January, 2021, six months later, we did 10 inspections. We had 79 tenants register and that's an average of 7.9 tenants per property. So over six months, that's gone from 2.5 to 7.9 tenants per property. So that's really, um, yeah, three times the, the, the demand, I guess you could say, for rental properties based on the number of tenants that are actually viewing properties. Jonathan, have you noticed that is translating into more applications on properties? And also, are you noticing that a lot of the properties are being rented, you know, after the very first inspection? Yeah, absolutely. Um, We're getting multiple applications on the day that we put the property online. So people are applying before they see the property. They're providing all their information. They're offering more than the asking price. Um, And for example, a really good one is that typically the landlord would look after yard and pool maintenance. Tenants are offering to do that. They're offering to pay for it and they're incentivizing the landlords to actually pick them. Wow. That is amazing. I've not heard of that happening um, up until now. So obviously tenants are really scrambling to find suitable homes. And 
that's really interesting. Have you got any sort of specific examples perhaps at the top end? Because we could talk about what's happening in different segments of the market to yeah. help break that down. But, you know, at the very top end, and we're talking about executive homes in the inner city locations, what's happening in that market? Yeah, we saw an increase start to happen throughout COVID. Um, we saw inquiry levels increase. And um, over the last six months, it's just continued to improve. And the, the um, executive rental market continues to increase. So typically over $2,000 a week was tough to find a tenant because there wasn't that money in Brisbane. Mm -hmm. But now there's people renting properties within a week on that price point. Who are they? Who's renting? Yeah, good question. A lot of um, <laughs> a lot of executive people who are moving for work, um, expats coming home, people who are the, the main type of tenant is people who have sold their property. Um, they're looking to rent for a couple of years and they've got cash in the bank and they want to live in a really nice home. Yeah, um, okay. And there's there's very limited stock available as well. So they're willing to pay the money. So they're trying suburbs before they look to buy in the suburbs. Yeah. So the people coming home are looking to rent for a few years before they buy. Yeah. And then also people who live in the area, they've sold. Um, they've sold quicker than they thought because the market's strong. And then they need to find a place to rent until they find something else to buy. I, I remember back in the, did you say episode 14? Mm. Back in July. Now, whether we looked in a crystal ball then or not, but I remember you saying something about... Um, how things will probably change or we talked about it, how things will probably change and people will start working from home. Yep. Gets a different lifestyle because yep. of COVID. It's obviously happening. Yep, it is. It really is. And and um, yeah, for example, like 39 Barlow Street in Clayfield, um, it's a three bed, two bath. It's a beautiful home with a pool. Um, rent. I appraised it for 1450. We got 1650. Um, for a three-bed, two-bath house in Clayfield. Um, wow, per week, $1,650. Correct, yeah. Um, and that's a 12-month lease. 12-month <clears throat> lease. And then another one in Pullenvale, um, 49 Old Farm Road in Pullenvale. Um, when I was speaking to her last year, we were thinking, right, let's try and clear $1,000. On the first inspection, we had an offer of $1,495 per week. Um, that's a two-and-a-half-acre property, plus the tenants paying for all the landscaping and all the pool maintenance. Wow. So the top end of the rental market really seems mm. to be in high demand and yep. people are paying premium prices. And from what you say, also offering incentives to the landlord, that is a turnaround. It absolutely is. There's <laughs> also, I know there's a couple that you and I have actually um, worked on some houses that we've um, helped clients purchase yep. um, in the inner north area. I think there was one that was getting 875 a week gone up to 960 yeah correct so, um and another one at 715 and, they, and they've gone up to 800 straight away yep exactly so there was one that we um we took three weeks to find a tenant at 715 12 months ago um, we put it online on the first inspection we had 25 groups through yeah. rented for 800 so an 85 dollar increase and we rented it after the first inspection wow it is fascinating to hear those sorts of price increments <clears throat> in such a short space yeah. of time and it really tells the difference in in the market shift and I think you know Brisbane typically had oversupply in that unit space in the inner city market um, peaking in 2016 and that has consistently been absorbed in the years that have followed um, it certainly had an impact in the inner city uh, rental market for a number of years but we seem to be well and truly over that um, doesn't seem to be any uh, you know surplus of properties that um, are coming available are becoming available for rent now so people are paying a premium price because of the shortage yeah absolutely so so that's the you've, you've touched on some of the higher sort of brackets what yep. about if we move out to that sort of middle ring area yeah again very strong i would um like the the volume of tenants coming through those 
properties, prospective tenants is incredible. Mm-hmm. Like we're getting, we're because of COVID, we're shutting off tenants at 20 per property. And it's not irregular to get 20 and then have to host another inspection to show everyone through. Wow. Um, and most of those tenants are actually putting their applications in before they come to the property. So they're prepared, they're ready to go. Um, and they will pay the asking price plus incentives. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. incredible. And I know that when we're looking at, um, you know, those middle ring suburbs, typically you've got the greatest number of homes available for rent being yep. in that middle ring, but you've also got the greatest number of tenants looking for homes. So is the demand similar at the top end um, compared to that middle ring or is are you finding demand even stronger in the middle segment of the market? It's stronger. There's less executive tenants looking, but they are more serious. Yeah. We have a higher volume in the middle market, um, but as you said, there's more homes for them to pick from. Yeah. But yeah. they are both rent, both um, segments of the market are renting after the first inspection, second inspection, um, and we're not really going over a week for the property to find a tenant. Wow. So, so for people that don't live in Brisbane, um, just let me double check this. When we talk the inner, inner area, we're probably closer to that inside that 10 kilometre CBD yeah towards the CBD middle ring we're probably the 10 15 to 20 maybe correct um and then out from that obviously 20ks outside so people that don't know Brisbane that's when we talk about different areas that's probably how we generally um sort of a loose classification yeah very loose (laughs) um okay then what about if we go to that outer areas so that 20k obviously from the CBD yes same sort of story it's it's strong it's um I, we more specialize in the um, 20 kilometers to the city, so I don't have uh, statistics on that space. Yep. Um, people I talk to say it's strong, but they're not getting the same amount of volume. There is still more supply. Um, the um, There has been an increase in building and a lot of um, properties on the outer ring that have been built, first home buyers and also investors buying the house and land packages. Yep. So there are a lot more stock available, but it is being absorbed. But I think they're more getting the asking price and close to they're not exceeding the asking price like the inner city suburbs are. And it's interesting. It's something that I often talk about in that, you know, when we're targeting areas for strong capital growth potential from, you know, an investment perspective or even homeowners looking to build equity in their own home, uh, when we look at the rental price growth, it generally aligns with capital growth. The yields are consistent, whereas when you move to the outer locations and you've got lower capital growth, um, generally there's less upward pressure on rents because people just don't have the capacity to pay more. So, you know, you don't see these huge influxes of, you know, $75, $85 per week in the space of 12 months. And that's a big change in rent that's being experienced in some of the um, inner ring suburbs. But just looking at some of the vacancy rates and shifts in some of those vacancy rates over time, I, I definitely think there's strong correlation between what you're saying in terms of, you know, what that rental demand is like out there on the ground and what we're seeing in terms of vacancy. When we look at vacancy rates, we can look at a suburb level, but we can also look at a a regional level um, as well. I know the Brisbane CBD had some really um, at-risk vacancy during the worst of COVID and Brisbane as a city was up around 14% in the CBD market um, for some time. We've now recovered um, vacancy in that space is now at 6%. So we've seen a consistent recovery month after month over the last five to six months. Uh, Jonathan, how is that aligning with that inner city unit market? And what are you finding in the unit space at the moment? Yeah, COVID smashed the inner city market. It was really tough. There was properties that were getting 150 We discussed $150 decreases in rent per week and mm. vacancies were a month plus, but it has recovered. Um, they're still not where they were pre-COVID, 
but we're getting four to five tenants through an inspection and we're, we're pricing them to be competitive, but they are renting. Um, so it's definitely recovered. It's not where it was, but the, um, the supply has been absorbed. And I know just looking at the annual change in rents in the units, uh, we are still slightly um, down in terms of the rents we're achieving now compared to 12 months ago, whereas we're definitely seeing that rental price growth in the housing market. Um, housing rents are up 3.4% across Greater Brisbane. But as we've just discussed, you need to be really cautious about um, median values for all of Greater Brisbane because it's quite clear in what we're describing here that there's some locations closer to the CBD where rental price growth is much stronger than locations that are in those outer ring suburbs. So um, just something to be aware of as an investor. So I know we can't go a, a podcast without a lot of um, data and stats. That's what Melinda <laughs> loves. So can you give us a bit more of a breakdown on some of those vacancy rates throughout different areas in Brisbane? Yeah, I think that, you know, generally speaking across at a citywide level, um, vacancies sitting at 1.8%, that's up to the end of it's December. Yeah. It is. It's crazy. Um, remember that um, 3% is considered um, a vacancy rate where there's an equal number of tenants looking for properties as there are properties available for rent. So anything less than 3% is considered a tight rental market. So outside of the CBD, we do have inner Brisbane. Um, they are the locations in and around the CBD. That's sitting at 3.5%. That's been consistent from November through to December 2020. Um, and we've got a lot of other areas um, between 1% and 1.5%. That includes Ipswich at 1.1%. That's increased slightly in terms of its vacancy between November and December. It was sitting at 0.9%. And we've got East Brisbane sitting at 1.5%. So that's tightening. It was sitting at 1.6%. West Brisbane, um, specifically the, the western suburbs, sitting at 1.6%. Um, and Southern Brisbane sitting at 1.9%. But all other areas um, are actually sitting at less than 1%. So that includes Southeast Brisbane, Northern Brisbane, the Northern suburbs, um, as well as the Beanley Corridor. So it's really useful to know what the vacancy rate is in the region, but also taking that down to a suburb level um, adds another whole element of analysis. And um, it's certainly what we're seeing on the ground. Some areas in terms of the vacancy rate at a suburb level is less than 0.5%. Uh, and they are the locations where you're probably getting 40 groups through it, yeah. um, having to um, schedule multiple inspections just to get the volume through. So it's... um. Oh, they're pretty amazing figures for an investor. Yep. Um, it's exciting times for investors, really. Um, before we jump on the next one, which I was going to ask you why it's happening, um, what do you think is going to happen? Can you see that forecast still moving in that direction? Like, what what are we seeing, and and what do you think is going to happen? That crystal ball's out again. <laughs> yeah, what's going to happen for our investors in the next sort of 12, 12 months or so? I'm very optimistic on the rental market. I think we're setting a new benchmark, um, and the um, I think the amount of interstate immigration, the amount of expats, and the amount of inquiry we're getting, let alone. Um, the, the figures we're getting is just shows I think the next 12 months is going to be very strong in the rental market. I think vacancies will stay, um, the vacancy rate will stay very low and mm -hmm. I think tenants will get used to this new pricing. Mm. Yep. Yeah, it's interesting. I was just talking to a journalist um, yesterday uh, inquiring about what we're seeing on the ground in terms of, you know, where the inquiry is coming from mm. and you've hit the nail on the head in terms of the rental market. It's very similar in the sales market. In Brisbane right now, inquiry is coming from everywhere. Yeah. There's expats returning, there's expats investing, there's people relocating from down south. In fact, the immigration um, or the migration 
from interstate has um, hit peak levels again. And we haven't seen these sort of levels of immigration from interstate for many, many years. And we've got not only people relocating, but investors are back into the market. And I even saw some lending data indicating that investors are really starting to favour Queensland again. So there are so many places that the um, the demand for property for both rent and for sale, that they're coming into southeast Queensland and it is really an exciting time for our property market. So why? Yeah. <laughs> why is it so popular? The run- we, we understand the, the sales side of it and buying property. Yep. We understand That's that, why we think it is. Um, what about for the rental side of it? Why is it actually happening and what's causing all this? Yeah, I actually, I went into an appraisal um, for with a potential landlord. Um, they thought it was worth five fifty. And I said, let's try it 595. And the same question, like, why do you think you can get so much money? Mm-hmm. And I think it comes down to the, that is really is supply and demand. Mm-hmm. There's no supply, like very limited supply. And there's so much demand. The demand's coming from everywhere. You're getting people who, you're getting first home buyers who are getting frustrated. They need to rent because they can't find anything to buy. Um, you're getting interstate immigration. You're getting expats coming home. Um, you're getting families um as unfortunate it is you're getting a lot of divorces at the moment as well Mm. um and families are separating so there's just so much demand in the rental market and there's been no increase in supply do you think some of it's due to the fact that you know people may have sold but they actually there's nothing to buy because listing volumes are so low so you know they start looking and realize that actually they won't have time to buy and so they need to find a home so they're in the rental market as well yeah i get so many calls from um, distressed tenants saying i've just sold my house and it sold way quicker than i thought i've got 30-day settlement i need to find something yeah and they're ready to go Um, they're willing to pay the price and yeah maybe they need a buyer's agent to help them buy (laughs) (laughs) so they don't miss out on the capital growth opportunity that brisbane's presenting as well it's actually it's actually a good point you just make there whether it's relevant for what we're talking about a bit now but um Properties are selling that quick. Yep. When you say that someone's saying, oh, I'll sell my property and then I'll buy something else, properties are selling and we're seeing it happen now on the first open home. Yep. There's multi-offers. It's gone that Saturday. They want quick settlement. People want the property and then they've got nowhere to live. Exactly. And they're usually, un- like a lot of them are unconditional where there's not subject to finance. Yeah. So they've got 30 days to find a property to move into. So there's a tip for some property buyers out there. If you're not looking to move into the property straight away, rent back clauses might be attractive for many sellers right now if they've got nowhere to go. Absolutely. There's a little tip that I'll share with our our (laughs) listeners. (laughs) Yeah, and and it's funny, like when you say it's not consistent, we're seeing the same thing. So we had a chat earlier before we started talking uh, on the podcast about um, where all our leads coming from and where are the people coming from. It's not consistent. Mm. They're actually coming from everywhere. Yep whether it's overseas or whether it's interstate. Um, I think people have realised how good uh, Queensland and Brisbane is to live, yep. um, lifestyle and um, affordability as well. And, yeah, interstate um, um, clients, like they definitely see value for money. Mm. Like the, the properties that they're getting compared to what they were living in in New South Wales and Victoria, they still see this as an incredible market. Mm. Um, so it's that's there's a um, not a correlation between what we're expecting here and what they're willing to pay. Mm. Yeah. Very interesting. So with everything uh, hotting up and the business business running well, how do they get in touch with you these days? Yeah, so um, Bell, so my business um, specialises in property management. So Bell Estate Agents, www.bellestateagents.com.au. Um, it's a really good time for landlords to reach out, look at a strategic look on your property. Um, and it's important that you're capitalising on this increase as a landlord, um, especially on renewal. So it's not just a standard $10 increase. 
it should be um, it should be backed up by data and also negotiation with your tenants. And I think that's something that's really important for investors to understand. Don't just assume that automatic renewals should take place in a market that is um, as you know crazy as it is right now in Brisbane. It's really important that you're working well with your property manager to ensure that your tenants are paying market rent. Can I ask, Jonathan, yep. you know, in the event that someone is just up for a 12-month lease renewal and they are wanting to stay, um, given the current market conditions, uh, how fair is it to be sort of suggesting that rental increases of maybe $50, $60 a week are warranted yep. um, in the current market? How do you work around that sort of approach with tenants? I think it's um, it's education. So you yeah. need to be, you need um as per the RTA guidelines, you need to have a fair increase. Mm. But if that's backed up by data, which we've got, um, that's what I'd be doing. So these tenants probably aren't aware of the increases. Mm. But if you're sending them through a simple CMA report or properties that you've rented and saying, this is why we're pricing it the way we have. Yes. And if, you, if you're not interested, we've got other people who will rent it. Mm. Then it's definitely a justification of why you can get that rent. Yeah, and I guess for landlords, it's a fine line between keeping a tenant, a long-term tenant happy and, you know, meeting the market demand for, you know, what current rent would be. And that comes down to personal preference as as a landlord as well. But yeah. it's definitely something to keep in mind because if you're missing out on rental dollars just because, um, you know, you feel like you don't want to upset an existing tenant, then you need to really think like a property investor. Um, and I'm not suggesting that you you know, harsh in, in trying to put rents up all the time, but it really is an investment and it's an asset for you and you need to keep emotion out of it and make sure that you're looking at the numbers and achieving what you would otherwise achieve if those tenants did move out and relocate. Exactly. And lean on your property manager. That's their job to gain rapport and negotiate on your behalf. Yeah, that yeah. absolutely makes sense. Yeah, I think definitely work with someone that knows what they're talking about and, and don't be don't be silly with it. Be fair. Yep. Obviously, meet the market. Um, don't try and strip a lot of money out of your tenant. If yep. they're a good good tenant and they've been there for a while, um, that's always a, a good thing to yeah, have as well. It's invaluable to have a good quality tenant. So it's important to evaluate um, the cost-benefit analysis of what that tenant leaving and staying is. Yeah. 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 What, what about the maintenance side of things on properties? Is it pretty consistent? Are you seeing any changes it's in funny that? funny you say that. It's, it's tough at the moment for property managers because people are working from home. So they're expecting everything to be done straight away. Oh, Tradies are very busy, so yeah. they're not willing to do it for a week or so. So it's a challenge we've got. Like tenants are um, higher. They're asking for more. And because they know they're paying more and they've asked, they're willing mm. to incentivize the owner when they're in the property, yeah. they're asking for everything to be perfect. Mm. And tradies are so busy at the moment. Um, so aligning those three things at the moment, it is a challenge. So even though we're asking for more rent, the, the tenant's probably asking for more maintenance to make sure it's... Yeah, they just, they just want the property to be... Because they're at home more because of COVID, they're working from home, they're spending more time, they're not travelling. Um, they want the property to be 100% and nothing wrong with the property at all, when typically they'd be happy if something was yeah. not where it needs to be. Yeah. That's, it, that's interesting. So if you're looking to buy, it's probably a good idea to make sure you get in before the tenant moves in. Definitely. Tidy it up, do a bit of maintenance, spend a bit of money in there and then um, get a good tenant that's going to be happy. Yep, definitely. Yeah. Um, just on that, when you mentioned your your business, it's yep. B-E-L-L, by the way. Yep. So, um, yeah, make sure you spell it right when you when you search up Bell Estate <laughs> we Agents. We will put the um, link to um, get in contact with Jonathan in the show notes so that you can get in contact and reach out, especially if you're wanting to get an appraisal on your rental property, see what um, is happening in the current market. Um, and if you're not happy with your current co uh, property manager, reach out to Jonathan. He will definitely look after you. So, yeah, look, I'll, um, I'll let Melinda wrap it up. Thank you for joining us today, Jonathan. 
Thank you. We'll, uh, we'll let Melinda wrap it all up. Um, it's been good to chat. Um, it's a hot market, so let's just watch and watch that crystal ball to see what you've predicted today <laughs> and the next time we catch up. Absolutely. And, um, yeah, we'll talk soon. And from me, thanks very much. Bye for now. Thanks, Tim. Yeah, thanks so much for joining us, Jonathan. It has been fascinating talking about what is going on in the rental market. Um, it seems it's a frenzy in the sales market, in the rental market, um, in all property markets throughout Brisbane. So keep that in mind if you are looking to relocate or if you are an investor that's looking to rent your property out. Um, rents are on the way up in certain locations, so make sure you're working with your property manager to get the maximum out of your investment. If you have enjoyed what you've heard today, please share this podcast with your friends and family. Don't forget to leave us a review on iTunes and we really look forward to speaking with you again next week. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in today. Please remember everything we have spoken about on this podcast is general in nature and we always recommend that you obtain independent advice in relation to your specific circumstances. If you liked today's episode, don't forget to subscribe or leave us a review on iTunes and of course, tell your friends about us. If you would like to get in contact, please visit www.brisbanepropertypodcast.com.au or email us at info at brisbanepropertypodcast.com.au. Feel free to send in any questions and we will try to answer them in future episodes.